You're listening to the Sped Prep Academy podcast. Your host, Jennifer Hofferber, is an award-winning veteran special educator who shares her experience, knowledge, and passion to help other special educators survive and thrive in this profession. Join her and other guests as they share tips and tricks of the trade for the ever-crazy, completely overwhelming, laugh-so-you-don't-cry profession of being a special education teacher. Hey there, and welcome back to the SPED Prep Academy podcast. I am excited to have you back for round two. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode and go ahead and leave a review. Eventually, I'm going to be one of the cool kids and read a review on air, but I have to actually get some reviews before that can happen. So who wants to be first? Today's show is all about self-care. I saw a quote the other day that really resonated with me. It was from Jack Confield, and he said, If your compassion does not include yourself, it is incomplete. Now, I don't know who Jack is, and I didn't take the time to Google him, but he sends a great message. As teachers, we give and give and give and give some more. That's just who we are at our core. But what about ourselves? What about our needs and our state of mind? It's unfortunate that we always seem to put ourselves last because when you think about it, we can't give our best self if we don't have anything to give. Today, I'm going to share with you my top five ways that I provide a little love to myself during stressful times. And if you stick around to the end of the show, I'll share with you a link where you can find my self-care calendar, which will help you put yourself first for a change. So if you don't already know it, the demands of this job can be pretty intense The behaviors, the slow rate of progress, the paperwork, the scheduling, dealing with general education teachers, personalities, meetings upon meetings upon meetings, it's all very draining. And I know you probably know this, but I'm just going to say it anyway. Being a special educator is freaking hard. This job is definitely not for sissies or the faint of heart. I sometimes describe it as juggling a kitchen junk drawer while jumping on a trampoline in a hailstorm. You are getting bombarded left and right by paras, kids, parents, teachers, administration, and directors while trying to maintain some sort of semblance that you have your crap together and that you haven't completely gone off the deep end yet. No day is ever the same in a special education classroom. Sometimes I just sit there and watch everything going on, and I honestly feel like I'm running a three-ring circus. In ring one, we have two students dumping sand on each other from the sensory table. In ring two, we have a child having a total meltdown, and I'm talking kicking, screaming, throwing things, pulling hair, and scratching his own eyes. And if that wasn't enough to make you throw your hands up and walk out, in ring three, we have a student who has just exited the bathroom completely naked and is running from the paras who are trying to clothe him. No day is ever the same. And if you don't laugh, if you don't find the humor in it, you're going to cry. But if I'm being totally honest with you, you're going to cry. It just comes with the territory. You'll cry when your kids don't make progress. You'll cry even more when they do. You'll cry when schedules change or when you have to call Child Protective Services. You'll cry when you are remotely criticized by a colleague. You'll cry because you are frustrated, sad, happy, exhausted, and overwhelmed. Why? Because you, my friend, are a special educator, 
And you wouldn't be in this field if you didn't already have a ginormous sized heart. So roll with it, cry it out, and then wake up every morning and head back into that chaos with a smile on your face. Because your students need you, and you need them. But just make sure you take care of yourself along the way. Which brings me to the top five ways that I show myself some self-love throughout a school year to help me keep my sanity in check. Number five, I aim to be good enough and not perfect. I have to tell myself this on a daily basis because I so want to be that teacher that has the cool lesson plans and the matching notebooks for every student and sends home a parent newsletter every Friday. But I have to face the fact that that's just not me. I'm the teacher who wears two different shoes to school or who has driven through a McDonald's drive through without stopping to pick up my food after I've paid for it because I had so many things on my brain. But guess what? I still get my paperwork turned in on time and I still teach my kids some really good stuff. So I keep telling myself, your kids don't need you to be perfect. They just need you to be you. And when you take the burden off of yourself to be great, it releases you to be really, really good. And I'm okay with that. Number four, spend time with friends. I love my friends. I love to laugh and have a good time. I like to socialize and relax, and if that includes a margarita or two, so be it. Sometimes all you need to do to rejuvenate your spirit is to spend some quality time with some quality people and try to forget about all the stress that comes with being a special educator. Call a friend on the phone, go grab lunch on the weekend, or plan a night out with your husband and another couple. A huge part of my self-care is when I make spending time with friends a priority. Number three, find your Mindy. Now, Mindy is my teaching BFF who has become a real-life friend. We have taught in the same classroom for 25 years. Now, I know not all of you are going to find your best friend at work, but you need to find someone who can have your back and help you out with all the paperwork, scheduling, and lesson planning. Look for someone in your building or district whom you feel a connection to. Find a person who will support you when times get tough. If you don't have a person, I'll be that person for you. Stick with me and I'll help teach you all the ins and outs of being a special educator. You can reach out and ask me anything or check my website for resources and trainings. I love to share all the knowledge I have piled up in this brain of mine. Having someone to bounce ideas off of and to ask for help truly helps me stay calm. Number two, getting organized. Now this one is hard for me because I am a type A wannabe. I crave organization, but I really struggle with making it happen. I tell myself year after year that this is going to be the year that I get organized and somehow it just never happens. But the way I get organized to help myself stay calm is to make lists. I make lists upon lists upon lists. I have probably eight sticky notes on my desk right now. And then I take those lists and I make a weekly have to do list every Monday morning. And I go through and I order them in order of what needs done first, second, etc. I use a desk calendar to write down when all of my IEPs are due and when I need to schedule the meetings. I also have a notebook that I update every year with my new caseload and schedules and keep all of the student snapshots and their progress monitoring in it. I know there are a lot of speducators out there who are way more organized than I am, 
but my routines have worked for me and I have to have those systems and procedures in place to feel more at peace at work. But the number one tip that I use for self-care is, wait for it, shopping. I'm not even going to apologize for it. A little retail therapy has never hurt anyone. I know the experts say that it is a short-lived high, but a new shirt or a new pair of shoes really boosts my mood. And sometimes I don't need to buy anything. Just walking through a store mindlessly looking at the latest fashions or trying on some high heels that you know you're never going to wear can be some major stress relief. There's no one there asking you a million questions. There's no one there needing your attention. There's no phone calls or emails to answer. Just peace and quiet in your own little head. So I'm here today to give you permission to take some time for you. Because that's all you need. Permission. It's okay. No one is going to suffer just because you spent a little time or money on your needs. But your self-care has to be your own. In the show notes, you can find a link to my self-care calendar, which will help you put yourself first for a change, because only good things can come from you taking care of yourself. If you liked what you heard today and realized you have found your SPED soulmate and you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And before I forget, you can find me at my website, www.spedprepacademy.com. As soon as this episode ends, head over there and get signed up for my free resource library. Thank you for sticking with me until the end. I am truly impressed. I can tell you are just as dedicated to the field of special education as I am, and you want to grow into an amazing educator. And I'm here for it. I'm here for you, and I am so thrilled to be able to share all of my wisdom of being a veteran SPED teacher with you. So go out and show yourself a little compassion today. Make it a great day and I will catch you on the next show.